0: from our studios in beautiful north florida it's in black and right and now your host jerry brooks hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and patriots of all ages welcome again to in black and right the new definition of color commentary. And as our wonderful little voiceover said, I am Jerry Brooks, your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, and your tour guide through the ever bizarro world of Joe Biden's America. And believe me, it's getting more and more desperate all the time. Uh, Before we get into all the fun, you can always send us email uh, comments, questions, hate mail, you know, we don't care, uh, but anyway, com is our email, and you can also check out our website, inblackandright.net, which includes our online store, which we are going to be starting to get ready for the holidays, uh, yeah, it's kind of that way in the world of retail, but... Hopefully we're going to have some holiday stuff uh, up and uh, running for you and available for purchase, along with all the other things that we've got. Uh, So, check it out, and also you can follow us on any of our uh, social media platforms, which includes Getter, Rumble, Truth Social, and uh, a little-known but growing uh, new platform called True Patriot Network. Uh, we're on all of those, and also we are on Instagram. And we'll get more into that a bit later. But my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, what a way to end the primary season. The big battleground state was New Hampshire, as is, well, I mean, it's the first primary in the country, so on and so forth. But man, oh man, did it turn into a real battle between MAGA and President Trump and the Rhino Republican establishment uh, wanting to keep the status quo and boy was it a good one uh, the Senate race the the Republican primary was uh, it boiled down really to uh, to two people and that is the state president uh, the state of New Hampshire uh, Senate president uh, a guy named Morse And Trump endorsed uh, General Don Bolduc. General Bolduc is a native of New Hampshire uh, served his country honorably in many theaters of combat and he really was dedicated because he went through every town I mean it's a true grassroots campaign went through every town and village in the entire state now fortunately New Hampshire is a small state compared to say like Texas but still to do that town by town village by village shaking hands I mean it's almost like retail politicking uh, on steroids but in the end after a very very harsh tightly fought race uh, Morse conceded his victory to general baldock and baldock will be having to read have to turn around real fast do fundraising uh, and continue uh what's going on d- continuing his campaign because he only has 55 days until election day and my goodness and it's getting weirder and weirder i tried to warn y'all the games continued now before I get into that I also want to go to the other uh, big race that was contested in New Hampshire for its first congressional district seat now Caroline Levitt a young woman not a lot of name recognition outside of the district but she too is a native of New Hampshire she lives and grew grew up in the district Her family uh, I believe she comes from a business family and they've been doing business there for years and years and years and in spite of having a another grassroots campaign not a lot of money but the thing about Caroline Levitt's race which she won by the way by nine points is the fact that six over six million dollars six mil over six million dollars were spent in campaign ads against her not by the democrats but by the republican establishment six million dollars plus to go after one young woman who's in her mid-20s i mean she could very easily become the youngest member ever to the u.s congress and that beats out madison cawthorne uh he, he too was a young man but uh, he did make some mistakes and, you know, and, but I do believe he has a future. I mean, he, like I said, he's a young guy, but Caroline Levitt, lovely young woman, was a staffer for the Trump White House, and she had also uh, done work for uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik uh, if, of New York State, but the fact that the Republican establishment Spent over six million dollars To try to take her out And her Chief opponent was a guy named Matt Mowers uh, from what I hear He's a nice guy but uh, The fact that he Worked for Chris Christie uh, apparently Got support from Deborah Burks. I'm like the Scarf lady Who with fauci essentially turned this country on its head and just ruined the lives of millions of people millions of americans business people kids in schools and everything else Ugh! my goodness could somebody please i mean i'm sorry but that does not exactly bode well with maga If you're getting uh, support from Deborah, Dr. Deborah Birx, that's a that's a little creepy to me. I mean, it's bad enough with Chris Christie. He's certainly no fan of MAGA, and MAGA doesn't have a whole lot of love for him. But Caroline Levitt, nine points she won by, and some of the unfortunately the dirty tricks of politics even goes all the way to people in the orbit of president trump now president trump and charlie kirk on uh, his program mentioned this that president trump was essentially fooled into not giving an endorsement to caroline levitt because he was shown polling data which was nothing more than a suppression poll, saying that Caroline Levitt was down 19 points to this Matt Mowers. But I think President Trump made the right move ultimately and not getting involved with that particular race. And Caroline Levitt did just fine in spite of the waste, and I do say waste, of over $6 million by the Republican establishment. I'm like, why are you spending $6 million on one district? How many races are out there that could use the help of that $6 million? Uh, Adam Laxalt, uh, my former state of Nevada. Uh, Blake Masters, uh, down in Arizona. Yeah, that man could use some help. Oh my goodness. But yet, they spent six actually a combined total. Of over ten million dollars in the Caroline Levitt race and the Baldock race in New Hampshire. I mean, this this is the type of thing that makes you mad, but it also gives you hope at the same time because in spite of the expenditure of that kind of money against two MAGA candidates both of them won, and that is a great way to end the primary season going into the general now of course the problem with these later primaries like new hampshire is that your turnaround time is virtually nil you've got to you know win your primary and replenish your coffers of all the money you spent this is exactly why I think that even though the res- the establishment lost but yet they they figure because of all the money that these MAGA candidates had to spend they're not going to win the general because essentially they're depleted which is just as sick and twisted and should make you even more furious if you're an America first supporter a maga supporter whatever term you want to use but if this kind of waste of money by people like mcconnell and mccarthy huh this is just gonna be a serious trip y'all now okay so we have time i mean we actually we really don't have time this is the big sprint towards november the 8th and early voting in a lot of states are going to start to take place in October so we don't have a lot of time folks the clock is ticking I mean I'm having to uh, do a few things that are a little different in my world uh, because there isn't that much time and I'm probably gonna have to drink a lot of coffee (laughs) over the next 55 days just to keep up and Florida uh, even though granted uh, Governor DeSantis is doing pretty well in the polls which is fantastic Uh, but uh, yeah you know he still has to deal with uh, Charlie Crist who apparently according to reports a video that has surfaced where uh, Charlie Crist calls Governor DeSantis Governor de Satan has shown up. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Uh, once again proving that the left is not just desperate. They are just going all kinds of bonkers. I mean, calling people like Governor DeSantis Governor de Satan? whoa okay that's messed up oh also my friend you want to talk about messed up here's something for you um Tim Ryan a uh, congressman Tim Ryan Democrat who's the Democrat nominee for the US Senate in Ohio going against JD Vance I'm thinking to myself uh, okay you want to talk about something that's really really messed up i will tell you this folks now apparently uh just recently tim ryan is speaking at a uh, at some event and he says and i quote we've got to kill and confront that movement unquote now, this was said by Tim Ryan on MSLSD. <laughs> Congratulations. Now, what did he mean we're going to have, we've got to kill and confront that movement? That movement he's referring to is MAGA. Make America great again. And Tim Ryan wants to kill it and confront it. I'm like, kill it? Uh, no uh congressman ryan that is stupid i mean i don't know who you're getting your uh i really don't know who you're getting your talking points from but to use that type of incendiary and rather vicious language to insult not only ohioans who are trump supporters who do support the america first agenda You've made yourself look like an absolute full-on extremist. You have become that which you say you hate. So yeah, and now Biden apparently has not said anything. Uh, uh, The Cabbage Patch doll press secretary uh, hasn't said anything. So yeah, so okay, you have another democrat running in a very important state ohio for the u.s senate and he's using that kind of rhetoric on i mean oh my gosh i mean yeah jd vance heard about it and he did respond to it but the fact that no democrat no none, none that i know of have condoned or condemned well they haven't they condone it in their hearts, but they won't condemn it with their mouths, even though they actually believe it in their hearts. Yeah, and I and I said that. But to just to go after somebody, and you, I mean, kill them. I mean, as to end their lives, just because you don't agree with them? Folks, that is fascism 101, totalitarianism 101. And just to show you how desperate these people are, I mean, it's bad enough. You have a political candidate opening his big mouth saying that he wants to kill people who are part of MAGA. But here we go, folks. We now have the FBI once again going after Trump allies. The latest happens to be Ms. Mike Lindell the CEO of MyPillow, Mr. MyPillow. Uh, It's just kind of funny that now they're going after Mike Lindell. He was coming home from a hunting trip in his home state of Minnesota, and apparently they tracked him all the way down to a Hardee's restaurant. And yet, they took his phone, apparently, and on top of, they took his phone, which apparently he does an awful lot with, and apparently he has uh, hearing aids uh, that are uh, run by Bluetooth that he uses on his phone in an app. But nope, they apparently, in a warrant, took his phone. Now, apparent, the warrant is reportedly in connection to election equipment in Colorado used in the 2020 presidential election. So, whatever, the reasoning behind that. And then the FBI had the unmitigated gall to give him a document to say, uh, well, no, we weren't asking you to not say anything about this. Well, that didn't last long, because now it's all over the news nationally. So this is really funny. Uh, let's see i'm looking at the story i found it on just again one of my favorite places to go get news and do some research before going on Uh, justthenews.com that's john solomon and his team five star absolutely great investigative work but oh man oh man uh (laughs) it's crazy uh, I mean, this is just absolutely crazy. I mean, they surround his friend's vehicle, who he had gone hunting with, surrounded by FBI agents. They produce a warrant to, comp- make, to cop up his, confiscate his phone, and uh, this is just crazy. And ever since, the raid and Mar-a-Lago and the judge in the case who appointed the special master to go through all of the documents that were taken. The FBI has gone all kinds of bunkers. I mean all kinds of bunkers. And holy cow, folks, I warned y'all. These are desperate people in a last ditch effort to try and squash their their political enemies. This is why the FBI and the DOJ, their credibility, their reputations have all been shot full of holes. Nobody trusts them, and even a federal judge didn't trust them because they appoint because the judge, Cannon, from here in Florida, said I you know, there is no harm in putting a special master involved in this and they can go through it and this has absolutely thrown the doj for a major league loop the end game here is if they can't get trump directly they're going to go through his allies like mike lindell and others who have been recently served with subpoenas with warrants and having their electronics taken away and mike lindell is basically one of the biggest ones yet now of course we've seen what happened with President Trump we've seen what has happened with people like Michael General Michael Flynn and Roger uh, Roger Stone Paul Manafort and others and folks this is getting this is now not just I would say I mean it's downright scary It is downright scary we are dealing with people who aren't following the rule of law they're following the rule of lawlessness that is the DOJ and the FBI we've got right now politicized weaponized and supersized and oh yes and if those 87,000 IRS agents that we got in that highly misnamed and idiotic Inflation Reduction Act If they are allowed To do what They're doing I mean they've got They've already ordered the guns They've already ordered the ammo If they're not stopped If they're not seriously defunded Then folks It's not just the FBI and the DOJ You've got to worry about It's the IRS And believe me Their powers Are just as scary If not more so than the doj and the fbi because these people at the irs are going to hit you where you live they're going to hit you in your wallets in your businesses they're going to audit the crap out of you and look for any tiny little thing that they can nail you with and therefore you will be another bug that they squish under their boot and frankly that is not and and of course oh it's a threat to democracy well ding dongs we don't have a democracy we have a constitutional republic first of all so this whole thing about oh it's a threat to democracy we've got to stop the mega republicans oh shut up just shut your pie hole because mega is not looking to use its power to squash people they want power and they need people who will use their political power to get this country on the right track so if you are of the thoroughly delusional mistaken belief that a solid economy a defended border a good strong national defense are somehow extreme then might I suggest A drug test and a full psychiatric eval because you are absolutely off your rockers this is what Americans want and because of the goofiness of Biden and his mental midgets especially his economic team we had yesterday the Dow down pushing 1300 points That is the worst loss in two years single day I don't know what's going on with uh, the trading today but with that news about inflation still at 8.3 percent which is still a 40-year record high yeah hello thank you can you really believe that the biggest issues according to the mainstream media and the Democrats are going to be climate change and abortion and all of this it's like no no and no inflation is still here now yes gas prices are down right now but wait until it starts getting a little colder up north in uh, the Plains states the Great Lakes region uh, the Northeast maybe even the pacific northwest yeah it's the price of heating oil is already up and now it's going to get even worse and with natural gas same thing the price of natural gas is going up utilities are up there are still some 20 million plus households that are behind in their utility bills which means they could end up this fall going right into the winter into completely having the power shut off and kids and people sleeping you know all layered up I mean bundled up almost looking like a bunch of Ewoks because they can't afford energy and that's not just residential it's businesses too not and not just in the United States it's global folks it's global You've already got protests in the Netherlands, the Czech Republic, Italy. Oh my gosh, Sweden? Eh, it's it's um uh, oh it's it's spreading. It is spreading. This green agenda sucks. The green rod deal here in the states sucks. It's not sustainable. It's not mainstream enough. I'm not anti-clean energy, but when you can make solar, when you can make wind and other clean sources of energy more mainstream without huge government subsidies, fantastic. I'd be all for it. But until then, I want my oil, I want my natural gas, I want coal, maybe even nuclear. But to do this to Americans in the name of The environment which we cannot begin to save, I mean, sorry, but you're not God, folks. And he's the only one who can do anything. And you might have a problem with that, but hey, have your problem, I don't care. But to somehow think that we can help save the planet? Sorry, the planet can't be helped at least not the way most people seem to think it can, but it's gonna take a serious, serious reality check uh, to get some of these people out of their silly notion that, oh, we're gonna have to save the planet, we need climate change, we need electric cars. Do you even know how you make an electric car, much less an electric car battery? Yeah see what you do to the environment when you're mining lithium or cobalt hmm ever seen a picture of a lithium mine uh no you probably haven't have you seen the slave labor that it takes in africa to dig cobalt out of a mine in the congo they use child slave labor so yeah so you you're ruining the environment and you're supporting child slave labor all so that you can have an electric car, which more than likely you can't afford anyway. Because when electric car batteries are done, they don't last forever, and none of the and none of the components are recyclable. So what are you gonna do? Find some nice dump with all these electric car batteries and god knows what will happen when they deteriorate you know what what are you going to do and we don't even have the infrastructure for charging stations for electric cars not on a massive scale so as nice and wonderful as that is you didn't think it through folks at least some of y'all didn't and if you can actually afford an electric car hey great but there's an awful lot of americans that can't so think about that you know as you're uh, you know just kind of being there you know thinking that you're kind of oh i'm doing my part It's like, God, that's like virtue signaling 101, and it makes me want to puke. But I don't know what it's going to take to snap you out of your delusion, but I hope it comes quick. So, I guess rant over for the day. Well, my friends, take care of yourselves. Have yourself a great rest of the week. Um, We will be back tomorrow with another fun-filled adventure in podcasting. So, uh, God bless, take care of yourselves, and remember, patriots still come in all colors.